Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome back to Cake Break. Hello. Hey. So today we are talking about the spectrum of love. Different levels, baby. There's levels to this shit. Yep. And I'm going to read them out to you. Well, this is what the Greeks believed. So we have one. I And... I may be pronouncing these wrong. Oh, you're definitely going to pronounce Oh, yeah. That's why I said you say it, because, like, <laughs> I already fuck up my words, so. Villains and away we go. So, the first one is Eros, romantic, passionate love. Mm-hmm. Number two is Philia, intimate, authentic friendship. The third one is Ludus, playful, for flirtatious love. The fourth one is Storgi or Storge which is unconditional familial love. The fifth one is philosia, 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 self-love. The sixth one is pragma, committed, compassionate love. And the seventh and final one is agape or agape, empathetic, universal love. Okay. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So hopefully it's, I felt like, what was the second one? Philia? Was it? It was Philia, yes. Which one was that one? Intimate, authentic friendship. Do you think we have an intimate, authentic friendship? I believe we do. Oh, my God. Okay, stop looking at me like that. I'm getting nervous. Hey guys, just a little disclaimer. Um, I know that my mic is cutting in and out um, for the rest of this episode, and we just want to let you know that we were just having some technical difficulties, but it was too good of an episode for us to re-record over, so I hope it doesn't bug you too much. Uh, We're going to do a little bit better next time, but (laughs) enjoy the episode as much as you can with the little bit of issues that we're having. You know what's like the craziest love for me that like sets the standard? for all of your relationships is the love that you got from your parents and that's the first love that is your first love that is your first love that either makes it or breaks it for you and you find yourself in the therapy like in therapy later on life why are you telling them my business no girl it's okay we all got traumas (laughs) but um it's funny to me like trying to think back of what was shown to me like from my parents to know that I was loved I think for me for my let's you know let's hold a a silent not even a silent pair let's hold a silent moment for all the daddyless daughters (laughs) because bitch I'm because bitch I'm one of them but when I think of my mom and the way that she showed me that she loved me was she was always working yeah so she had two jobs so I don't really have first of all my memories jacked i don't remember a lot of shit anymore yeah but i always remember being surrounded by food food was like your love really prominent in our family which is sad because i don't cook but (laughs) but you always ate i always ate and my mom it's funny even the way that she apologized like she could have like she knew she was in the wrong and she knew that she hurt my feelings or like i was right or whatever this case may be and she'll knock on my door and this is how i know like this is her hardcore love trying to tell me like i love you and i just want to you know let's get over this knock on my door and be like the food's ready you know whenever you want to come out and sit with me and eat oh okay bitch i'm i'll come out and eat ma'am of course i'm gonna eat because whether it was like happy moments sad moments bad times like 
she always cooked to like show yeah. that she loved us and like that was kind of like our quality time together was sitting at the table and eating okay that's nice i love that for you guys um let me see well i okay so my i i wasn't i didn't grow up technically daddyless because i had my stepdad and um I feel like he showed me a lot of love in that sense of like cooking. Like I actually learned a lot of my cooking from him. Um, but if I was to say with my mom, what's the way that I showed affection with her? Um, I don't really know. Like, I don't know how, even to this day, it's a very, it's a very like, my mom is the type of mom that like, I know she loved me because whenever we'd have like, a party she'd get super drunk and then she'd come up to me and she'd be like she'd say that to me too she would literally just i just want you to know i know i'm hard on you i know sometimes i yell at you but i love you you're everything to me and i know she would come up to you and be like chris thank you so much for loving my daughter yeah thank mm-hmm. you for being her friend drunk is how that bringing breath she'd be over here chris you're <laughs> such a great girl like i remember the one time she was like you're such a good influence on her and i'm so happy you're her best friend because i don't like half her other friends that she had as best friends but girl if you don't sit she down is. drink some water <laughs> <laughs> that's that's mainly when I knew that like my mom would love me. Hey, but when people are drunk, they tell the truth. They tell the truth, and and I'm not saying that she didn't love me other times. Uh, my mom is just a very hard person. She's yeah. a very like aggressive. Like she'll show me she loves me by like just doing things that are expected of her. Like she's like, well, like you know, I raised you. I put a house over your head, and it's like, oh, okay, well, you love me, I guess. And it's like. I, I cooked dinner and you guys ate, right? We didn't maybe necessarily eat as a family, but like you ate, right? And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But she did grow up in a very aggressive, like we're from Chicago, y'all. We show love differently. Like if you get punched yeah, in the, the chest, that's because she loves you. Yeah, we weren't. I remember the first time you were like, what was it? I think you asked me like, you don't kiss your mom? And I was like, what? yeah, I've never seen you kiss your mom, Alleg. And I was like, no, and then, I don't even think it was kiss your mom. I said, you don't hug your mom. Oh, I said, I don't hug her. Because, like, I can't, look, I kiss my mom. I hug my mom. My mom's not very affectionate, but, like, she's still, like, I can relate to you in the sense because you met my mom. Yeah. My mom is, like, hardcore but funny, but, like, also, like, okay, give me a kiss and hug, but, like, yeah. on her time. Yeah, she's not, like, necessarily affectionate, but she wants her hug and her kiss when she when sees, sees you. When sees you, and then goodbye. Yeah. Because she's even like, like that with you. Like, if she'll see you in the room or she'll mm-hmm. see Angel, or, like, she wants to be, like, give me a kiss and a hug. Like, yeah. bendiciones, like, all that stuff. Very, yeah. Very typical, like, Hispanic. Spanish. Like, my mom was more like, bye, text me when you leave. Text me when you get there. Text me when you come home. And then I'll call her, and then she answer and i'm like what if i died she's like but you didn't you didn't though like, you're right i didn't i'm still here i'm still alive so yeah I, it was funny because like the first time cries ever made me realize i was like you know what? i don't hug my mom and it's funny because the way that i torture my mom is hugging her i'm like i do like to annoy her i will try to hug her and kiss her and she's like oh my god stop touching me what are you doing but it's like an affectionate way that we do yeah that. it's a very like jokingly like we may not hug and kiss each other which may lead into the reason why i don't like being touched by people because i've never really oh i forced that into our friendship. oh my god cariza the amount of touching like correct <laughs> not in a and weird it's so way funny but it's i'm just... not an affectionate person in general but the fact that i was so unaffectionate yeah. you're like i don't why don't you hug me why don't you why don't you why don't you hug me i remember all throughout high school you would just lay on me and I'm like, why are you? We held hands in high school, okay? We wanted we wanted to be the pretend les couple <laughs> so bad. 
I know why. It was maybe it was because you were giving me that affection that I never really got with from my mom. Like again, my mom is very hard hardcore. Like uh, we know that we love each other. I don't have to tell you every day. We know that we love each other. I don't have to kiss and hug you. Yeah, which is in its own sense kind of fucked up. Because now, like, as an adult, I realize how lack of affection and yeah. I am towards people. And, and how, how hard I... it is it is for you to take it, though. Yeah. And, like, even in situations where you're being consoled, like. Oh, yeah. It's just weird. Like, sometimes Carissa will literally look at me and I'm like, what the fuck? And then she's just, I love you, man. And gives me a hug. And I'm like, I reciprocate it. But I'm also like. Yeah, and I do that a lot. You and you doing? always, you don't get used to it. Like, I did it it's the other never... day when we yeah. were walking out of the car. I looked at you and I was like, give me a hug. What the fuck? I love you, bro. I just want a hug. If I die today, be glad that I gave you this fucking hug, bro. (laughs) Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a weird concept for me, like, touching people. Like, I remember... I I can't, but my thing is, like, you. I've always known you to be that. I think that's why I push you so much on that. Yeah, and why you're so affectionate towards me is because it's like, you're gonna love Mm -hmm. me the way that you should. And you're gonna get used to at least me touching you. Maybe not other people. But me touch you because if I come up to you and I like snap your booty or like kiss your forehead or like hug you, lick your arm, I don't fucking know. Yeah. You're gonna know. Oh, that's crazy. It's like a normal thing now. Like now, even like I do get caught off guard with the random hugs. I do, but then you know, it's it's also like one of those things of like, I feel good. I feel good. That was a nice hug. And sometimes I'll think about it too. Like I could really use a nice hug today. Yeah. And it's like you know, I know you're there. You're gonna be the one that's like. Looking at me just awkwardly, like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a hug today," and I'm like, "Okay, I'll take it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be mad about it, but I'm gonna be confused at first. See, and that's how, like, even when I think about it now, and still sticking to the point of like family, my mom was affectionate in the sense of like saying hello, goodbye, good night, and stuff like that. But when I think about like family-wise, my brother, we just started. Like the yeah, other day funny. he came up to me like so ironic. He came up to me and like he said I didn't ask him to say because me and my brother have such a cold shoulder relationship where like we'll joke around with each other. We'll make fun of each other. All that stuff. But don't fucking touch me. Like it's that type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Like oh it's my brother. Oh, oh, oh. Come, why is your arm around me? <laughs> okay. Your face. Why is it coming so close? But he had came up to me and like now I'm not as mean as I used to be when I was younger, but he'll come up to me like, um, he came up to you the other day and he gave me like a kiss on the cheek. Like, hey, he gave me a kiss and like a hug. And I was like, how are you? And I'm like, oh, we just doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Like, I, I'm, I mean, I'll take a hug and a kiss because like, I don't ever get that from my brother. So yeah. now that I am, it like, I don't know. It's like nice it too. It feels good. Well, and, and that's the funny thing is that I will say my brother has always given me hugs and like there was a time where he moved to Chicago for like two years and I hadn't seen him for obviously two years and he came back and he hugged me and I was like oh oh we're hugging we're we're doing that I forgot that we do that like because I don't hug I have okay so I have like 150 siblings let's start there so I don't really show affection to my siblings in the sense of hugging and kissing them I'm more of a, I buy them food or I buy them stuff. I'm like, oh, I want to give you the things that I never got growing up. Like, I Mm -hmm. didn't get to go to McDonald's on a Thursday after, like, school for no reason. And I'm like, and then if I did, I'd only get off the dollar menu versus my siblings. I'm like, order whatever you want. You want a Big Mac? You want a meal? You want a large? I'm going to get it for you. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the affection that I show to them. Or, like, I'll let them know, like, hey, you know, I do say I love you. But it's, it's like a random, like, hey, man. 
you know I love you. Or like a, I say I love you when I'm on the phone. I'm like, okay, I love you, bye. And then it's like, I love you too, bye. But it's not See, really See, I like... do that. I do that a lot. And I don't like when people... Don't like say my mom And my mom has such a bad habit. And it's not like I'm training her. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, mom, say I love you when I... Like at the end of a phone call. Like yeah. at least for your child. Because what if this is the last phone call? You that's the fucking last. <laughs> like, Relax. And that's how I like get people to feel bad to yeah. do it. Like, But all the time. Literally. Love you. <clears throat> I love you. Oh, I love you too. Okay, have a good day. I'll see you later. But I like that though. I feel like I can relate to you in that sense of like, it's like hardcore sometimes. Not all the time. Mm -hmm. We still got our hugs and kisses. But my brother, mm -mm. my mom, so so. And I think that that goes hand in hand with, I guess, the love languages that we learn. And like, that's yeah. something that I've been learning about is like the different types of love languages. And that's not what we were saying in the intro earlier today. Those were just the different types of loves that the Greeks believed in. But um, there's these uh, love languages that have been going around the internet, especially yeah. um, where it's like there's materialistic love, there's mm -hmm. um, uh, touching, I think physical like, touch, physical touch, quality, like quality um, time, time. Um, um, acts. Um, Acts of service. service. Uh, I don't really know the other one. A words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, yeah. Um, so, like, there's the different types of love languages that people have. And I feel like in some way, shape, or form, they show us those kinds of love languages. And one of the things that I learned um, with therapy is that you can't expect your family and your friends and even your relationships to love you the way that you need to be loved. Because you have to figure that out. You have to figure out how you need to be loved. And other people are loving you the way that they know how to love. But that's how you set it up in your, that's what boundaries are. Yeah. And, and that's telling people grow. how you, the ways that you feel most appreciated by. Because I feel like since my mom was such a hardworking ass, like with everything that she did, my love language is acts of service. Like yeah. when someone does something for me, whether it be helping me do a task that I'm like having yeah. trouble with or like going to run errands with me or like if I'm asking you like hey I, I, I was thinking about I don't know redecorating my room or mm -hmm. doing something and you like someone stepping in and being like oh let me help you with that yeah. or like I don't have to ask somebody to do something for me or like they when like if my boyfriend goes and d d sees a stack of dishes and he knows I've been busy goes and does them for me because you know as I've like been busy with other stuff I've been mindless or I'm just tired I'm like yeah. wow thank you I felt like for once, I don't have to do something. Someone is thinking about me. Yeah, they're thinking so, of me and knowing that I don't want to do this. So like, yeah. Or it's tedious for me to do it. I'll do it for you. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Um, I feel like mine is similar. It's, I have a slight, like, acts of service. Like, mm -hmm. I want you to do stuff to, for me. But I'm also, like, I have that sense of my mother where it's, like, I don't have time for you to think about me. I need you to do it because I'm telling you to do it. Yeah. And that's a big problem of mine is that I'm, I, I constantly tell people to do things for me. But not in an aggressive way. It's like, go get me water. I don't want to go get it myself. Yeah. And like, I am learning how not to do that because I do that a lot. But or maybe you've been spoiled that way because I've been spoiled that way. Angel, this is all you. Because <laughs> like, Angel before, like Angel, aka my boyfriend, would do stuff for me like that now. So now I expect it. Mm -hmm. So like, he used to just always be like, "Baby, you want water? Yeah, sure. Oh, I got you something to, to eat. Cool, awesome." Oh, can you go get me? Um, I went to go get you this. Awesome now. So when I'm laying down or when I'm not doing, can you get me water? Oh, okay. Hey, can you go get me this? It was like, you already do it all the time. So I can just, so I felt I'm like asking, comfortable to yeah. ask you about it. So I feel like 
maybe in your relationship since there have been like so yeah that's something that i expect like yeah i expect you to like get up now you're just used to it now that's what now that's what you want especially if i i definitely am a person that likes to give and take so it's like if i'm gonna make you dinner and i'm gonna like i'm gonna let you stay at my home i'm gonna let you like shit in my toilet the least you can fucking do is give me a cup of water or clean my dishes after we eat you know what i mean like make the the bed yeah or make make the bed make the bed those are the little things that it's like oh those acts of service are good for me um what about like but my thing i think is physical touch yeah I can i'm see that. very into which is like, so which weird. is so weird yeah. which is so weird in a significant other though when it yeah. comes to friendships and fam family like i don't really care if you hug and like kiss mm-hmm. me like i'm not really into that but if you're in my relationship i think because it was such a deprived thing for me and because i don't actively let other people touch me that it's like no you're like the exception like you need to like hug and kiss me all the time i need you to touch my hand i need i love head pats i don't know what it is about someone like tapping the top of my head that i just enjoy the feeling of it even if my hair is like it'll mess up my hair it's just something about being touched on the top of my head that i'm like oh i love that like sometimes i'll grab david's hand and i just throw it on my head mm-hmm. and i'm like and he just leaves his hand up there and we'll just be watching a movie or something yeah, does that to me too. it's like a weird it's funny because like i'm i'm I, i'm affectionate when i want to be annoying like or like if i feel it in the moment i'll do it but other than that I don't do I don't person. I'm not a touchy feely person. I'm one for sure. If you catch me and my boyfriend in the same room, if you just seen us give each other a kiss or like he grabbed me and hugged me or like something like that, you you're probably not going to see it again cuz like <laughs> I <laughs> I'm not much of a big PDA person. Yeah. And unless I feel comfortable with the people in the room, and even then like us living with each other and we've mm-hmm. been living for so long, I still don't feel comfortable like sitting on his lap in the living and being room all and like, over yeah. him i just it's just i know someone is here like yeah. you know what i'm saying like i don't feel comfortable expressing myself in that way in front of people and even sometimes when me and angel are alone in the room i still will like to either be on like mm-hmm. the side of the bed because we're watching tv or like we're playing mario mm-hmm. 3d world or i don't need to be on your dick 24 <laughs> 7 and i don't know it's just and Angel hates that because Angel's love language is physical touch. Yeah, oh, he can touch me. Oh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I like knew how the sentence was the gonna end, and I was mouth, like, like "No, nah, let me cut." He, his of way of affection is physical touch. So he doesn't care who's there. He don't give a damn yeah. if he wants to pop a kiss. Like, and if he wanted to literally make out in the hallways of high school. And I literally had to be like, no, that's not me. No, not today, sir. No, thank you. And you know what's funny? It's I'm I'm like that too. I don't like PDA. I do like being touched by my significant other when we are in our own space. When yeah. we're in my room or in your room and we're hanging out or like, you know, doing our thing or we're the only two people in the house. Yeah, cool. you can kiss up that's on fine. me and stuff. Don't be smacking my ass. Yeah, if there's mad nope. people around, mm-hmm. don't be kissing me or like trying Groping to make out me. with me. Like, but I do like being like, not touched, but like in the sense of like you brush your hand across my shoulder. Yeah, that's make not bad. it known that like, hey, I'm still here. Like we're still we're happy. Like touch me in that sense, or like if you like tap my foot with your foot, like playing footsies yeah. or some situation, or if you like grab my hand and you squeeze it for a second and then you walk away. Like just make it aware to me that like I'm still here. We're still here because I overthink. I'm like he probably don't like me anymore. No. He's probably in love with bitch over there. He like <laughs> he probably in love with the other girl. He been talking to that bitch for a minute now. I'm just nervous. You see, for me, <laughs> well, the one thing that I'm really grateful in the sense of my relationship that I never even had to ask for it was that 
I don't care about don't touch me at all. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> but Angel does this thing where he seeks me. Mm-hmm. If he's seen that I have been out of the room for 20 to 30 minutes or it's been some time that I'm not there and yeah. we're hanging in a like big group of like friends or an event or a party or anything, yeah. he will go find me. Oh, bitch, that's even if it's just us, us three in the house. Yes, that he will go find me the and be like. The only time that man knocks on my door, if it's not giving me my mail or some situa- situation like that. He has to throw some tea. Door. Who the fuck? Hey, is Chris in here? Yeah. And he'll go baby in and he'll girl, be like, where are you? At? It's not even. He'll okay. literally just go and be like, hey, baby, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Do you need anything? Are you thirsty? Nope. I'm a okay. I'm okay. Like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing in here to her? And even if life? it's not his friends, like, <laughs> I'll be in the room chilling by myself and he's having a boys' night in the living room. And he'll oh, just yeah. come in there. Hey, baby, you okay? Yeah, just watching Netflix. Okay, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too, baby. Kiss. But that's that's adorable. I think that that's nice for him to, like, constantly like and but that's the same sense of like why i like being touched it's like i don't need you to go check on me but in the sense i need you to check on me like yeah you know squeeze my hand give me a little touch like let me know that we like you're still like aware of my presence if mm. that makes sense and i feel like that's the exact thing that angel's doing to you is that he's going in there making sure you're still alive like and sometimes it's like uh, okay this is the third check-in yeah within an hour i'm okay baby i promise oh, if gosh, i did. have i have I, I will text you or like and the thing is like you guys uh, not you guys but if you know me you know like if i need something ugh, i literally will holler like mm-hmm. it'll be known but it reminds like these are the relationships that we're in now do you remember when you like your first crush or like the first yeah, your first crush. When you first like started liking someone and it wasn't like, oh, they have cooties. <laughs> they have coo- So that's funny because as you guys know, as one of the previous podcasts, I think I talked about not being like into guys at a young age. I've never really been – not that I haven't been into guys or girls. It's like I just wasn't sexually inclined to have not a Not even sexually. You just didn't like – Or crushes. Like I never had those. I was always like I just wanted everyone to be my friend. Like, I wanted friends so bad. So it wasn't until, like, sixth grade when I met, like, in my head, the love of my life, right? So I went to, and if you guys are from Kissimmee or from, you know, Florida, Central Florida, you know the Denjon Pool? Yeah. I went there with my family before I had been registered in the school system, and I was very awkward as a child. I liked reading. I didn't like Um, going to the pool. I hate the sun. I still am like that to this day. So I was wearing jeans and a t-shirt and I was sitting under a towel with my, I think I was reading New Moon actually (laughs) from Twilight. Which we need to get on that. Yeah. I want to watch that. The shows. Mm -hmm. I mean the movies. Yes. But I was reading the book New Moon and I was sitting under a towel in like full clothing and my mom yanks the towel off my head and she's like stop being such a loser get in the water and I was just like I don't want to get in the water I don't like being in the sun like you know this I just came to be part of the family you know part of the group and the most beautiful man I've ever or boy at this time in my life laughs with his friends or family wherever the fuck he was with and I fell in love with him I fell in love with him the moment I saw him and he was like, yeah, why are you reading a book? You should be getting in the water. It's a nice day. And I was just like, who the fuck are you to be telling me what to do first off? Who the fuck are you? And I didn't understand this feeling of like, why am I feeling so nervous right now? Why do I feel so embarrassed? My mom just embarrassed me. This like a like beautiful boy is sitting right here, like talking to me. And I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. and then it turns out that he was going to my school when I actually went to that school. We were in the same grade. 
His name was Josh, and I did eventually date, date him. him. Yeah. But he doesn't. I till this day, I don't think he remembers that day. But I remember that day like it was clear as day, and I remember because he had this birthmark on his cheek that like I thought was adorable, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, he's so cute. Oh my God. Isn't it cute to like look back and like all those emotions you felt? Oh my in God, your no! Teens. I hated all of those emotions. It was so nerve wracking because I never felt it before. I was like, <gasps> and oh, I've, I've had a boyfriend before that, but. That boyfriend that I had was, like, I thought he was dating. It was another town. I lived in Chicago. It was, like, another town. And See, but- he dated me for a joke or something. I don't know what it was. I just felt pressured to date him. Yeah. Because I thought that's what you're supposed to do. And we kissed, and I hated it. And then I broke up with him the next day, and then we never spoke again because I moved to Florida. So it kind of worked out. See, but at least you never had to see them again. Yeah. With me, you're making me feel like I'm fast. I literally was like eight years old on my first crush. <laughs> my little fast ass So if you go sit down somewhere. <laughs> but I remember he was a white boy, blonde hair, blue eyes. I still, and it's so funny that he, to me, has, I will never forget his name. Only because it's the most easiest name to me. <laughs> but his name was Austin Richmond. And Austin, if you still, or if you're listening to this, oh, God, how embarrassing. But hey, I hope you're doing well. Um, I think I follow him on Instagram. Government name, bitch. But, uh, <laughs> but at the time, and it was funny because I think I was, yeah, because if I was in, eight, if I was eight or nine, was I eight or nine? Or was I seven? I don't know. I just remember being like in second or third grade. And I remember having the biggest crush on him. And he had a crush on me too. Hey. And I purposely. Oh, no. This is what I was putting the moves on him. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kariza at seven years old trying to put a move on a boy. I wore. I have been wearing. I've been wearing glasses all of my. <laughs> you know this story. I so know. I don't even got to say it. I know. But. I have been wearing glasses all my life since I could freaking remember. I had the Harry Potter glasses, y'all. And my mom told me I chose them myself, which is so sad to me. You see them pictures? Horrendous. You look so cute. No, No, you look adorable. I had like my big, poofy, long Afro hair and these Harry Potter glasses. That was killing them. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember they, I either lost them or they broke. First, I just didn't have my glasses. I had told the teacher that day I had to sit in the front of the class because I couldn't see. And, um, I remember I was in extended day at Highlands Elementary, which is like a after school daycare program. And he went to daycare too. And I literally couldn't see. So I told him, like, can you like take me? Like, and I was like, no, the teacher had told him, oh, can you help Christ again? I knew where the fuck extended day was. <laughs> and nobody needed to take me. She was like, Austin will go to with you because um he goes to day um he goes to extended day too. And I was like, cool. And I was like, Austin, can you take me? And we held hands. <laughs> we walked because I couldn't see. I couldn't have my glasses. I could not see. <laughs> I could not see. So I was like, please hold my hand while and we held hands. And I tell you, that was like the happiest day of my life. <laughs> Oh, I know you dreamt about it. Oh, my God. My little girl self was like, yes, he held my hand. I cannot believe it. And then I think like later on, since we, again, still went to the same daycare, I think he gave me like a kiss on the cheek or some shit. And I couldn't fucking like, I lost my mind. And like his parent, his mom was coming to pick him up and everything. And I was like, oh, my God, he gave me a kiss. Goodbye. Jesus, my heart. I'm in love. I'm in love. This is my husband. I was like, this is my husband, y'all. This is my husband. I already found him. Oh all this, y'all, all, all y'all are my hard to find love out here. My seven year old stuff. I found him, y'all. I found him. He's gonna marry me a white man. Listen. Marry me a white man. But till this day, though, like, 
And it's so funny because after, I think, I don't know if he moved schools or I just never saw him again after like third or fourth grade. Yeah. And I think he left out of Highlands or, and it's funny because even when I had saw him after that in different like grades. Yeah. I still low-key had a crush on him. Oh, yeah. And um, I never saw him again. Then I saw him, my mom used to work um, as a housekeeper at Doubletree. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing him and his family there and like the butterflies came back and I was like, oh my oh, God. That's so cute. And I never saw him again. But I found him on social media until this day. I literally wish him nothing but the best. Like that's so cute. I see him. I'm like, yeah. it reminds me of just like. It's like that old time. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm like, nostalgic. oh, bro. I hope you always keep me on Facebook. I just want to see who you marry and how your yeah, kids look like, and like how the, your family the is. The lifestyle my love of my life took. <laughs> See, I would meet his wife. That was gonna be my husband, girl. That was I'm. She, I'm glad you snatched. Her. That was gonna be my husband. But till this, like, I can't like till this day. I can't forget the fact that I made that man hold my hand all the way, and it literally it was only it was barely even a few blocks. It was just down the sidewalk, right there. That's like, so cute. That's so much better you, than my fucking my mom embarrassing me. I'm reading a book in fucking jeans and t-shirt at a fucking pool. Like, oh come on, Elijah. But I was also very just awkward in general, like uh, just. And I mean, again, I dated him though, so it go me. You made your move, man. He don't remember that day, though, and thank God he doesn't, because I don't think he would have dated me if he did. I got a cheat kiss out of mine, so I think we both won. Yeah, we both situation. won in this situation. <laughs> and now we're adults, and well, it's funny because I feel like we're semi adults. I consider us semi adults. Yeah, semi adults. Um, but we still have enough. We have more experience than those younger than us, at least I yeah, f- sure. feel like. But um, and if y'all hear all that noise in the background, it's my turtle. Like I literally, she does not want to sit still. Yeah, you can't really hear. But okay. um, I think with my relationship that I have now, which if you know me, I've been in a ten-year relationship with my high school sweetheart. But I feel like that was still a childish ass relationship for me. Not in a bad sense. Like we were no, just no, very yeah. young. We were well, fifteen. You guys were fifteen years old. Yeah. yeah. It started and off. Now it's an adult relationship, but at least me living vivaciously through you. You oh, had <laughs> different you've had more relationships than so I have. So I have been less successful in my endeavors, <laughs> is what Carezza's trying to say. Because I feel like even my relationships in elementary and yeah. middle school, none of them counted to me because yeah. they were so, like, stupid. Like, yeah, they weren't, like, real, like, not real relationships in the sense, but you weren't, like, seeing each other and hanging yeah, out. And, no. like, I think anything below, like, high school, even, yeah. like, freshman year high school, it's, like, those weren't really real relationships. That was you deciding, like, oh, well, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And now with the way relationships are being presented now in this day and age oh, yeah. where monogamy is not like a thing anymore you know what i'm saying like people are now being in open relationships and yeah. they have poly- polygamy we have yeah, like throuples going on relationships. Um, it's not just one man and one woman anymore no. and, and now we have like spectrums of, of love in that sense like we have men and women we have men and men we have women and women we have um non-binary queer and queer we yeah. have queer and women queer and men like it's trans just, yeah trans love like there's just so many different types of love in the world and even different types of like love through your friends yeah yeah so, i feel like your friends are your kind of like your chosen family oh yeah for sure like i i would like i will say um 
there are only a few people in my life that I would consider like loves of my life. I also believe that there's more than one soulmate. Yeah, same. I, I think there's a friendship soulmate. And sometimes and I even a... think there's always like sometimes like I've read like watch this whole video about how like soulmates aren't a thing, yeah. but you just I don't know. But go with what you were saying because if not, I'm gonna go off in a rant. um i was thinking like i i remember there was this one day in a psychology class that i had found out that my teacher was like yeah i think my soulmate is my best friend and then i like when she said that i was like i never thought of that concept of like it being anyone besides the person that Mm -hmm. you're you're dating but it's true though because people kind of see soulmates as only exactly like Like, i would consider you my soulmate mm -hmm. and then i don't know if you've ever heard of a twin flame yeah tanisha so tanisha is my twin flame where it's like we're kind of opposite but also the same yeah um and like you know i have those two people in my life already that anyone else who comes is just an extension of the love that i have in my heart Mm -hmm. um so whether it's family friends or relationship and it's funny because like even now in the way that i feel like when i want to present myself to people that's what I want to show. Even if I'm not close to you. Yeah. Just I love. just want to send love. Love and like positivity, you know? Yeah. And with the amount of spectrums of love, like it's possible. And for those who think you honestly need a relationship to feel loved, you don't. Yeah. You, oh, I yeah. don't feel like. And it was so funny to me because as I was growing up, I was always the friend who didn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. And I was always the one who wanted to have a boyfriend because everybody else had one. Yeah. It's just one of those things where, like, I just want to experience it because everybody else did. And and it's funny because, like, even the boys who did like me, I didn't like them back. Mm-hmm. But I still felt like I needed that for some kind of validation. And yeah. until, obviously, I could relate to you in the sense where I didn't care – to, like I cared to have friends more than I cared to have like relationships because mm-hmm. at that we we're so young at that age but yeah. I felt like I cared more of being accepted yeah than anything else and mind you like I was always the friend that had a boyfriend yeah I and it's funny now that we're like and adults, it's funny and I, like, I had to leave one best friend to come to another best friend who always had a fucking boyfriend I'm like yeah. oh god Jesus oh but he likes you it's the titties Ugh. I'm telling you it's the He's anime titties. ugly I don't want him <laughs> But he and it's funny. Oh, he likes me, but he liked you like a week ago. What'd that say about me? Yeah. Nothing. Well, I mean, yeah. At middle school and high school, it was always that situation of like, oh, well, one of them likes you, and then like, I mean, granted, like, I ain't even going front. We some hot best friends, so like, of course they're gonna like go for one or the other. But I think it was my my concept was that I was looking for love in others, but then I had found it within you, whereas mm-hmm. like. I may not be in like. Watch what you say, cause I'm not trying to cry right now. <laughs> what it's like? <laughs> I'm no. very emotional, y'all. Like, I'm, waterworks go out anytime. Well, it's true. It's it's one of those things where like I don't even know like. That's a lie. I know how me and Kryza fell into our friendship, but I just didn't expect it to be this deep of a friendship. Yeah. You were never someone like I knew you in middle school, but mm-hmm. I never really like spoke to you like Hung that. Hung out with you like that. Yeah, and and like even throughout all the boyfriends or like partners that I've had the one person that has always well one and two but the one person that has lived here that has always stuck by my side was you yeah you know what I mean so it's like I never it sucked not having like an angel like oh my god that sounds so cute but like an angel angel, just to save your life a savior no I love you baby but like you know and, and to my in my head it was like oh you know 
I'm so happy that you guys are together, but it's like, I never really, it was like, damn, I kind of want that, but it was never like crippling to me to be like, I want that so bad that like, you know, I need something like that. No, it was always like, oh, I'm going to live through your guys' love. Like I'll find someone eventually, but like for right now, I'm happy that you guys love each other because I know that my best friend is being the love that, love the way that she deserves to to be be loved. And one day knowing that I'm a good person, like knowing that you love me enough that there is going to be someone out there who's going to love me the way that I want to be loved the same way that I feel. And that, but I'm yeah. a testimony that like, if you can see our relationship, mm-hmm. regardless of the year, cause I don't feel like years make like people can have the greatest relationship in a couple of months, weeks, yeah. year, and probably be the most couple goal- goals more than me and angel. Yeah. But I feel like if other people can find their person, you will too. Exactly. And I feel like at the end of the day, your person doesn't have to be an actual intimate relationship. It can be a family member. It can exactly. be a friend. It can be a coworker. It can be just someone who understands you and loves you and still accepts you for who you are. And I think that's also why people go into these like throuples and these polyamorous relationships because there's people out there who can only give you part of what you're mm-hmm. looking for. Um, yeah. I don't think I personally would want to be in, in a in a throuple mainly because I don't like texting or talking to people. So the amount it's of too much it to handle take to take like to talk to multiple people at once yeah. would be too much for me. But I can see the appeal of it where it's like, OK, well, my one partner is super affectionate and they're always, you know, giving me attention mm-hmm. and we go to movies and then it's like, OK, but now I need an intellectual partner. So I have this partner. Or you need who, someone like, who's a homebody who just yeah. wants cuddles and just wants to stay home and exactly. have like more of a relaxed day or evening than being the light of the party like you know and i feel like i a lot of i like i was telling you about earlier i've watched a lot of youtube videos about that how people just talk about the reasons why they have open relationships and they'll be like oh i'm with martin because of this and then i'm with melissa because of this or i'm with because they're looking for stuff that their other partner is incapable of giving giving them them because they just don't it's not they want to, way. but they don't bend that way. Exactly. And, and you can't force someone to be something that they're not. There's yeah. things I have standards. I have very high standards. And that's one thing I've always known about myself is that I don't like settling for people, but I don't like keeping people hostage. If you're not happy with me, if we're not happy together, and if we're not making things work, then there's no reason for us to be together. But I, I, I do know that I want to be in a monogamous relationship, not because society tells yeah. me that's what I should want, but it's because I know personally within myself I am a selfish individual and Mm. I just want the attention of one person and I want it to be to the, to the, to the status of what I, of what I'm looking for. Um, and that's not to say that I'm going to get every little fucking check mark on my book. Oh no. Like I don't expect to get every tally mark, but like, you know, touch me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Give me hugs and kisses and cuddles. Kiss me. But (laughs) I feel that too. And I also feel like, the reason why I don't feel not that I don't feel like soulmates exist. I don't think that it's always something that you're gonna come across. And I feel like me and Angel aren't like twin flames. We're more of like opposites that attract. Oh yeah. And I feel like And we've seen a few of our friendships that are like there's people that we know in within our friend group that are like the exact same person. Oh, hello, Sarah and David. They are the exact same person. Like And I think they're meant to be that they're way. like their puzzle pieces oh like, yeah they complement each other they kind of have the same mindset and even the way that they view things not everything i'm not saying they agree oh, on no, everything but i still feel like they understand each other at a different level 
than what we can understand of them. Exactly. Like they're in their cute little bubble of like, we're here, y'all there. But in a good way. That's the beautiful thing about puzzle pieces is you can have the exact same piece and they can fit together. Mm-hmm. And then you can have two pieces that look just, ex- nothing alike, but, but they go still together. fit together. And that's how I feel like me and Angel are. And like to me, it was so funny because me and Angel talk about this all the time where he was like, yeah, like my friends always had different relationships and he's had more relationships than I've had in my oh, lifetime. Yeah. But he was like, I just remember I like confessed to him a while back in our relationship. I used to like cr- like make my prayers to God being like, I want a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I, I want that. someone to care for me and love me. And y'all think I'm joking, but I swear God, I prayed for a boyfriend for <laughs> like almost like all of my like school years, just asking for a boyfriend or asking for someone to just like care for me and love me and like someone I can hug and kiss and all that bullshit. Did and he deliver. And did he deliver in high school and smacked me in the face? He was He's like, like here's a boyfriend. Here, take it. And I and I told Angel that he was like, you know what's funny? I prayed for a girlfriend too. And I was like, you lying? He goes, no, I promise on everything. I was like, damn. So the we Lord just prayed for it. each other. He was over. He's like, oh my God, take each other, please. please. I know y'all don't match. I know y'all not the same person, but here. And then it was like, oh, wow. We both want the same things. things. But we always talk about how like we bring out the things in each other that mm-hmm. is needed. Like what I'm lacking, he has. And what he's lacking, I have. Mm-hmm. So he has more patience. He has he has such a sweeter sense to himself. And I'm very hardcore, mm-hmm. script to the book, rules. And he's more of like out there, wants to live life and like wants to take me out and show me the fucking world where I want to live in like a hermit in a corner and okay, not leave. <laughs> but I feel like that's why like me and Angel still go so well together because it's like I give him things that he needs and he gives me things that I need. And at the end of the day, I don't know what it is, but... I love that man, so I'll invite <laughs> y'all to the wedding. Sometimes it's a connection. Sometimes you have things within someone that you don't, you know, you don't realize is there, but it's there. And I find it fun too, because it's like I always have something to talk about with him. Cause it's like we're interested in different things. Yeah. So like he'll tell me things that I have no like anime or like yeah. fucking shit that he does on a regular basis with his friends. And it's like I don't do any of that stuff. So it's like, okay, we can talk about that. And it's not like I'm talking to the same, like, myself and another person. Or you're, like, the extent of, like, the things he does. Like, like, one thing you know about Carissa is that she loves to watch people play video games. Yeah. And Angel loves to play video games. So you have the player and then the watcher. (laughs) And, like, she will legit sit there. Okay, but why did you do that? And then they'll have conversation. And he loves talking about it with her. So, like, they're sitting there. And I'm, like, this is literally the perfect mix of and like i do that with you and I, I literally just read shit off the screen because like you missed that missed what it said this oh i gotta go over there i know i'm reminding <laughs> you exactly but i think that the, that that gives you and and that's one thing i will say about because i'm obviously in a relationship right now i won't tell you guys how long it's been or like it's not your business like that, but i am happy with the person that i'm with and one of the things i do love about us is that he's a movie person and I'm a like I'm a TV show person. So like I love watching animes and things that are like like you know those seasons where it's like supernatural where you have like 25 seasons and you're like why the fuck is this 25 seasons? And it doesn't even it's not even good anymore but you're still watching it because it's just like I just need this comfort of you guys like of the show. And my boyfriend's not like that. He's like I, if a show's not good, I'm not watching it past the season that it starts getting bad. Like he'll watch it up until that point and then be like, "Okay, that's that's it's good." But his movie game is off the chain. Like I don't watch movies because I hate when things end. I hate like when things are done, but he enjoys watching them. And so one thing that we do together is that we'll watch movies and I'll give him my honest opinion about what I hate or what I like about the movie. 
And one of the biggest, like, battles that we tackle together is that, and I know there's going to be a lot of people out there who are going to hate me, but I am not the biggest Star Wars fan. No. Not because the idea of Star Wars isn't great, because the idea is fantastic. It's the execution of that idea that bothers me. The Mandalorian is great, but that's another topic for another day. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be on the internet forever. <laughs> I don't give a damn about no fucking Star Wars. I don't give a fuck. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's wrong. You just won't ever see me get into it. It's just one of those things that I really don't give a damn she about. She says that now, y'all, but she I, might. I, I try. My stepdad, look. My stepdad is into Star Wars. He's obsessed with Star Wars. And I watched one, and maybe it was in Spanish that fucked me up. And even though I knew in Spanish and everything, it's just still knocked me out cold, bro. I just fell asleep. <laughs> it was just bad. Like, I couldn't. I literally. And my done. concept is, is that because his argument is that Star Wars is like a giant TV show because there's so much to learn about it. But that's the reason I hate it is because there's so much to know about Star Wars. And it's like, even when you think you've cracked the surface, you haven't cracked the surface. And baby, I'm sorry. You're going to hear this podcast and you go. We're going to have a conversation again about it. Because every day we cannot have a conversation that doesn't bring up Star Wars because of this. But I love that we have those conversations. I love that, like, I think one of the things I was missing in a lot of my other past relationships is that we never talked about things that were, like, interesting. And me personally, I like to talk about the stars and the universe and, and like, magic. And, like, you know, I love all that Final Fantasy type shit, like, um, fantasy-esque yeah. Game of Thrones lifestyles. Like, I love all that nerdy shit. And he does too. So like we both talk about like constantly about like, oh, our theories and stuff like that. Like we even make up stupid little movies like or little skits. Like he'll tell me like, oh, I have an idea for a movie. And I'm like, okay, let's hear it. And then if it's like good, I'll be like, okay, I'm adding on to it. And we're both talking about it. And like that's one of my favorite things that we do. Compared to like me and Angel, we get too much into topics and now it's a debate. Now it's like, nah, 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 I can't see your reasoning because this though, he's like, no, but you didn't hear what I had to say about this. You're missing this part. You know what we have about anime, but you're missing this part. I'm like, no, bro, because you didn't watch this episode. Matter of fact, you fell asleep. That's why you don't know what I'm talking about right now. Maybe if you paid attention, you'll understand what I said. But but I feel like we're going off on this other conversation. Um, I will say, we'll put it on a good note and yeah. send you out in the world. At the end of the day, find people who love you for who you are yep. and don't ask you to change unless you're harming yourself. And I feel like at the end of the day, even if you don't have somebody, you have yourself. Exactly. And self-love what is was the that? best what love. Was it Philia? What, what was no, that? No, Agagi. Agahi. Agagu. Oh, oh it's Philashia. Philashia. Remember, oh, that's the one I can spell. Philashia. Yeah, self-love. Self-love is number one. And that's the one thing that we can both say that we have is that self-love. And you're worth it, man. Yeah. You, you definitely are worth it. And you will find your person. If you're looking for them, just do what cries an angel not, do. Not pray look for them. them. Maybe if you pray for a husband, <laughs> you pray for a wife. Or if you don't believe in marriage, you pray for somebody. And hallelujah, they'll bring him over here. But <laughs> Manifest that shit, okay? Either way, if you made it till this end, we love you. We so love you. that's enough. Exactly. And you guys have a great day. Or yeah. evening. Bye. Cake, cake, break. <laughs>